0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Celebrate, a Holiday Origins podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Brown, and today we're celebrating Central America's Independence Day. This is the podcast. For each episode, I research a specific holiday and discuss the history behind it, how the people before us celebrated it, how it evolved into what we celebrate now, and then I look at how we can incorporate traditional ways of celebrating back into the holiday to reconnect to why we're celebrating in the first place. Each episode includes a celibation that's a themed cocktail with a mocktail option to go with the holiday that you can make at home to celebrate along with me as you listen. The celibation for this episode is a classic margarita. For this celibation, you need 2 ounces of tequila, 2 ounces of fresh squeezed lime juice, 1 ounce of fresh squeezed orange juice, one tablespoon of agave, ice, and salt. You're gonna wet and salt the rim. You can use either water or you can use juice from either the lime or the orange. You're going to mix all the ingredients together with ice and shake. Then you're going to strain it into a glass and add more ice and then garnish with your lime or orange wedge. For a mocktail margarita celebration, you can omit the tequila and add an extra ounce of the orange juice and then add 3-4 to ounces of a sparkling mineral water or Sprite. You can still salt your rim and you'll shake all the ingredients together except for the sparkling beverage. Of choice and pour over ice, and then you'll top it off with your sparkling water, give it a stir, and then add your lime or orange slice. Cheers! So last month's episode was about lunasad, or llamas. If you listened to that episode and decided to incorporate some new-to-you traditions into your celebrations, I'd love to hear about how you celebrated. Did you make a corn dolly? Did you find a festival near you to go to? You can email me your celebratory stories at let's celebrate podcast at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram page, and that is also at Let Celebrate Podcast on Instagram. And if you prefer to watch the videos on YouTube, I also have a YouTube channel, and that is YouTube.com/slash/at Let Celebrate Podcast. So you can like and subscribe to my podcast on there as well. This was the first year that I celebrated lunasad or llamas, and no one else here celebrates it, so I kind of kept it low-key. I kind of just made up my own celebration. Since our corn wasn't ready for harvest, I decided to celebrate in our watermelon field because it was actually time to harvest that. I went to the field at sunset on the day of the full moon, and I walked around the field and gave thanks to the land for the abundant harvest, and just kind of soaked in. It was a beautiful day. I um, yeah, just walked around and looked at all of the watermelons. There was, I think we have or we had about um, about two acres. Um, The land sizes are different here, so I'm not sure exactly how big it is. But it was, I think, two to two and a half acres of of watermelons. So it was really awesome. It's the first time that I've had a watermelon field. So it was really interesting to just walk around and look at them and just give thanks to the Earth and God, or the universe, whatever you want to call it, for giving us the harvest. I finished the ritual, if you want to call it that, or the celebration, by leaving an offering of mango wine that I had made over the summer that was really not fit for human consumption, but I'm sure the ground, the spirits, the watermelons appreciated it, and it will be used as fertilizer for the land. Like I said, this was the first year that I've done anything like this, and I pretty much just took elements of what I discussed in last month's episode and created my own little harvest celebration and ritual. So on with this month's episode, let's celebrate Central America's Independence Day, or Dia de Independencia. I know a lot of people think that Cinco de Mayo is Central America's Independence Day. I know for several years that's what I was told when everyone was drinking margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. Everyone's like, woohoo, celebrating Independence Day for Mexico and Central America. But that is, in fact, false. Central America's Independence Day is actually in September. And for several countries, it's on September 15th. Central America consists of the countries Guatemala, Belize, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Panama. And before the Spanish arrived in Central America... This area was inhabited by the Mesoamerican tribes, the Mayans, the Aztecs, and the Olmec. But then in the mid-16th century, the Spanish subjected those tribes to their Spanish colonial rule. And they turned Central America, Mexico, and the bottom part of the United States into New Spain. This Spanish conquest killed 70% of indigenous people in Central America, 90% in South America, and almost 100% in the Caribbean. The Spanish conquest was sadly the biggest genocide per capita in human history. Pretty horrible, horrific. So the native people of Mexico referred to this time as the time of darkness and toil in their oral history, because many of the surviving Native people were forced to work as slaves on Spanish plantations. But then, the American and French revolutions at the end of the 18th century showed the people of Central America that the monarch and the imperialist rule could be revolted against, and that there were other forms of government, specifically self-ruling and autonomous governments. So between 1811 and 1814, several uprisings and revolts were organized, but were ultimately suppressed. The ousting of King Ferdinand Seventh from the Spanish throne allowed the revolts in El Salvador and Nicaragua against Spanish forces. These revolts led to the Spanish Constitution of 1812, the first step towards Central America's independence. This proclamation affirmed national sovereignty, but was short-lived, as it was repealed in just two years, in 1814, when Ferdinand VII regained the throne and abolished the Constitution. There was finally a council meeting on September 15, 1821, at the National Palace in Guatemala City. This site is now known as Centennial Park. The council meeting was chaired by Gabino Gainza, and the actual text of the act was written by a Honduran intellectual and politician named José Cecilio del Valle, and it was signed by representatives of the various Central American provinces. The document is now known as the Act of Independence of Central America, or the Act of Independence of Guatemala. It proclaimed the independence of Central America from the Spanish Empire and invited other provinces of the Captaincy General of Guatemala to send envoys to a congress to decide the form of the region's independence. The Declaration of Independence was signed by the countries that are now known as Costa Rica, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and El Salvador. At the time, they were referred to as the United Provinces of Central America, or the Kingdom of Guatemala. I actually didn't know that Guatemala was so central to the independence of Central America until I started researching this, which is pretty cool to be here um, during this time of year to celebrate. I have my Guatemalan flag behind me to be um, in solidarity. So it was kind of weird. I tried to look up how people celebrated in the past and I only found how people are celebrating now. So I'm assuming that they have continued to, to follow the traditions. They do parades, I'll discuss that in a little bit. Parades and traditional kind of festivals. So, how do people celebrate today? On September 9th, there's a torch symbolizing freedom that's carried from Guatemala to Costa Rica. And as it passes hand to hand uh, through all five countries celebrating the independence, it ends up in Costa Rica on September 15th. In addition, there are also lanterns that are carried through the street as a traditional symbol of hope. In Nicaragua, they crowd the capital city of Managua, not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, to celebrate Independence Day with a competition. It's a battle of the bands called Festival Nacional de Bandas Ritmicas, and students perform and compete for a panel of judges. And the groups meld together traditional music with rhythmic dancing. That would be interesting to watch. The Central American Patrimonial Festivals begin on the first day of September, and they celebrate with parades and marching bands from lo- local schools and then on September 15th, the act of independence of Central America is read in all state schools. In the past, oh, here's something that they did in the past, one of their celebratory activities on the day of independence included a music festival. In Costa Rica, they kick off their Independence Day celebrations on September 14th at 6 p.m. across the country as people join in an enthusiastic singing of the national anthem. Then the Desfiles de Faroles as the parade of homemade lanterns begins on the 14th. The lanterns symbolize the original freedom torch. A big fireworks show also follows the parade. And, of course, traditional food is an important part of the party. Local favorites include arroz con pollo, fried yuca, tamales, black beans and rice, coconut flan, and tres leches cakes. I was in Costa Rica in 2016, also during the Independence Day celebrations. Um, The day that I was there, there was a, a parade through the streets where school children from multiple schools played in bands and danced throughout the streets. There were also lots of street vendors and food, and then the party atmosphere continued throughout the night. In El Salvador, they celebrate bright and early at 7am, with schools participating in a massive parade with dancing and marching, and they also have a military parade to commemorate the day. El Salvador also shows solidarity with regional neighbors by starting each Independence Day parades with a procession of cars decorated with the flags of the other four Central America countries. In Honduras, Independence Day celebrations kick off on the 1st of September, and each town has parades. Some Honduran municipalities even close the highways for the festivities. Hondurans also celebrate Independence Day with Flag Day on September 6th, and then they also have more celebrations on the 15th. And here in Guatemala, they've already begun the celebrations with activities starting on August 31st. Each school in the area selects a girl to represent them as the Reina de Independencia, or the Independence Queen. They have a pageant where they begin with a typical beauty section where the girls wear beautiful dresses and walk around on the stage and in front of the judges, but the second part was what I found most interesting. Each girl represents a different indigenous group of Guatemala and they wear the ropa tipica or traditional clothes of those people and they do a traditional dance of their chosen indigenous group, and then they do a sort of skit where they act out a typical day in the life of those people. And they also present food that's typical for that group of people. I actually have a friend who, whose daughter was chosen as the queen of her school. And for her skit, her family built a small rancho or a thatched roof awning kind of structure. It's, it was a small; they were able to carry it in a truck bed to the um, to the competition. And they had a table and a couple of other kids from her school as well as one of her teachers. They also dressed up; they were like involved with the skit as well. After she finished her dance, then she went over to her little rancho. And they did the little skit where she kind of acted like she was shopping at the little store, and then she sat down and made some tortillas, like she actually made tortillas with one of her classmates, and then her teacher handed her a pot of beans, and then that's what she carried to the judges to um, to present to them as like the typical meal, and then she also made a tole, I think, I don't remember what it was, Some, I think it was a beverage, but I can't remember, she had two things, beans and something else, so each contestant was required to do some kind of skit and present food like that, and then they sat down with the other contestants on the stage, and after everyone did their dances and their skits, then each contestant said a speech, basically about being proud of being Guatemalan and um, the importance of independence. It was really a very unique experience for me. I've been to beauty pageants before and that's kind of what I was expecting when they told me that she was the queen of independence and it was competition and that kind of thing. She had told me that she was going to do a dance but she didn't tell me that they were going to do the like skit thing. So that part was a surprise to me. I really enjoyed watching them all do their little dances and see all the colorful outfits and watch them as they played out a day in the life of different cultures. It was very beautiful and touching to see those cultures being celebrated and remembered. Some people got very creative and uh, my friend's daughter ended up winning fourth place. And she got a big crown, so she was happy about that. They also had a parade earlier this week in our town for the winners, as well as another dance competition for younger kids. I didn't get to make it out to the parade or the dance competition, but I'm wishing that I had. And then this coming week, there will be other activities and festivities, on the 13th, there's going to be a parade here at the school near my house. And some other things, the, um, my friend will be presenting her daughter with a, um, a banda, like a sash, for her winning the competition. And then on the 15th, there's massive parties. Um, with dancing and music and parades and lots of food and some places have firework displays. I don't think um, here at my town I haven't heard anybody say there will be fireworks. There haven't been any celebrations here since I've been here with fireworks. I don't think people do that here. But maybe in the bigger, maybe in like Guatemala City I'm assuming. Yeah and like other Central American countries, Guatemalan Independence Day celebrations feature lots of young people, marching bands, school groups, um, performing and dancing, and it's a great honor to be chosen to participate. Parade-goers are treated to rousing, heavy percussion mixed with traditional Guatemalan marimba pieces. And In the United States, September 15th through October 15th is National Hispanic Heritage Month and many of the people with ancestry from Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, Central and South American countries continue to celebrate the diverse and dynamic Hispanic culture throughout the month. The Library of Congress, the National Gallery of Art, and other museums run by the Smithsonian Institution usually hold art shows and exhibits highlighting Hispanic and Latino artistic talents throughout National Hispanic Heritage Month. And also the National Park Service usually holds special events during this month as well. So how can we incorporate traditional ways of celebrating back into the holiday? Mm -hmm. If you don't live in Central America or don't have Hispanic heritage, In your DNA, you might not see the importance of celebrating their independence, but independent celebrations are important reminders of the lives lost and the battles won that it took for independence to be gained. And also since September is National Hispanic Heritage Month, I suggest that you read something to celebrate. Educate yourself. Because even if you don't have the heritage, it's good to know what was, what happened in the past so that it doesn't happen again. So, things that you can read, some ideas of things that you can read, can be a biography of an important Hispanic figure, something about the history, or maybe even something written by a Hispanic writer. It's always good to open our minds and learn about different cultures and see through their eyes every once in a while. You also might be able to find an art show, community gathering, or festival in your area celebrating National Hispanic Heritage Month. If you live near a national park, many of them, like I mentioned, have special events for National Hispanic Heritage Month. A few years back, I was in Dallas and stumbled across a local event celebrating National Hispanic Heritage Month, where they had an art show, dancing and other activities all evening. And it was really interesting. They had, yeah, dancers in traditional garb, and um, I got, to, yeah, meet some really interesting artists. So, yeah, it's it's a great idea to get out in the community and celebrate other cultures. So, that wraps it up for this episode. I'll be back in October to start the spooky season and discuss Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please like and subscribe and maybe even leave a review. Do you celebrate Central America's Independence Day? I would love to hear how you do, if you do. And feel free to send me an email to letcelebratepodcast at gmail.com with your celebratory stories. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at letcelebratepodcast. Or like and subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash at letcelebratepodcast. As always, all of my references are in my show notes if you're interested in reading more about Central America's Independence Day and their celebrations and traditions. Thanks for listening and joining me on this adventure. And have fun celebrating. I hope you've learned something new today. Bye!